the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to SoCal Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host and former guest host of SoCal Live. Give me a call today at 888-LA-TALKS. That's 888-528-2557. 888-LA-TALKS, 888-528-2557. You can email the show also, SoCalLive at KKLA.com. SoCalLive at KKLA.com. Great to hear from you that way by email if you can't quite get to the phone, but you want to join in the conversation. We're live every day, every weekday on in Southern California from KKLA, 3 to 5 each and every weekday, bringing you to the conversation for some encouragement, some fun, some thought about the issues of the day from a Christian perspective, and hopefully some motivation to, to do something in the name of discipleship wherever you are for the kingdom of God. And uh, so... I, I've got my coffee. I'm ready to go here. And just a, a brief announcement. Then I thought we'd just have a little talk about transitions. You ever make transitions in your life, big changes? It, that happens to all of us. Sometimes it happens to us. Sometimes we make plans and then we transition. And you have a sense that God is doing something in your life or there's just opportunities that come up and you take them. How do you deal with transitions? What are some things that you have learned when you have made a transition, especially when you realize that God is leading you somewhere. Sometimes God is leading you somewhere and you make decisions to go through a door that he opened. Sometimes God is shoving you through a door that he opened and maybe you didn't really want to go. What are some things that you learn? How are some ways that you learn to trust God? All of us are going through transitions. This is a transitional time in our world. 888 Five two eight two five five seven. That's the number. So I've been with you on Southern California Live off and on now for a while, since last summer, actually, but recently, most of the time. And moving forward, I'm very honored to tell you I'll be with you all of the time. And uh, I wasn't sure if I would qualify for this position since the last two hosts were named Frank and I'm Scott, but uh, apparently that's not a rule. So I'm glad to be here and we give Thanks for the Franks before us and other people. There's lots of uh, details, and I'll talk about it maybe more specifically some other time. All right, yes, thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> let me say this for for now. Whatever God has for us in this show, and we're going to take some time to develop some new things and to really think through how we can best be of service and some different things, but whatever God has for us in this show and all that we do together Let's let it glorify him, all right? We like to have fun. We like to be serious. We like to have conversation. We don't have to always agree. But this show is meant to be a spiritually meaningful part of your day. And I hope from three to five every day is a spiritually meaningful part of your day. I hope that you put a little reminder in your calendar on your Alexa app. You can say, Alexa, remind me to listen to SoCal Live every day at three o'clock. And, you know, wherever you're at spiritually, If you're a believer, I hope it's an encouragement for you to draw closer to Christ. And if you aren't a believer yet, I hope that we can encourage you every day and answer your questions and learn from your input as well on the questions you have, the the skepticisms that you might have about different things. And I think more than anything, I'm excited just about being with you because Christian radio is so important for the unity of the church, 
for building each other up. And as we like to talk about, the church is not a building or an address. It's you. And wherever you go, you're at church. So this means a lot of transition. It's a lot of transition for me and for my family. So I'm obviously uh, making some big changes and uh, it impacts my family. Everybody's uh, mostly happy about it. You know, my kids are 13 and 10. They got to process this. This will be the first big change really in some ways that they've gone through. And uh, 12 and 10, actually, James, my oldest, he'll turn 13 next month. So let me ask you this question. What have you learned from big changes in your life? What has God done in your life when you've trusted him with transition? How have you made transitions? What did you learn? Maybe you had to learn to trust God. What are your thoughts? Give me a call and share your thoughts about transition. 888-528-2557, 888-LA-TALKS. That's 888-528-2557. You can email the thoughts also at SoCalLive at KKLA.com. And as you're thinking about that, you know, there's all kinds of transitions. There's new schools that you go to. You move to a new town, new house. You, you know, at some point in your life, you probably dated or wanted to date somebody and, and you probably broke up. Um, at some point, maybe you got married and you transition that way. You have kids, that's a transition. New job is a transition, so many different things. And then there's also things that you don't really want to happen. That's not the plan, but maybe you've gone through um, a death in the family in some kind of tragic form. Um, maybe you've had to have a divorce and gone through that. Uh, maybe you've had injuries that changed your trajectory in life. There's all kinds of things that sometimes just come upon us all of a sudden that we haven't made plans for, but God says, here you go. What are your thoughts about this? And uh, how have you made it through? What's some advice that you have? What has been your experience with transition Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. I think at the end of the day, transitions um, have to happen, right? But it's it's really hard. Uh, Stephen from Torrance, welcome to SoCal Live. Hi. Yeah, it is really hard. I uh, I don't like change. Yeah. I'm probably like most people in that regard. Um, change is hard. Change is difficult. I've had some changes over the last couple years, as probably we all have. Um, but in the process, what it's helped me to learn to do is to really be able to let go and trust God and realize that I'm not in control. Uh, I don't want to be in control. Even though I, I want to take the reins a lot of time and be in control, I'm not the one driving the bus. Right, because actually we do, we do want to be in control, right? If and we can and help. it's helped me in that process to, to be able to let go and, and know that God is in control um, I I can't handle it as good as he can. His ways are much higher than my ways. Um, his thoughts are higher than my thoughts, and I just need to trust the process. Yeah, and uh, well, thank you for that. I think that that is the right way to go, Stephen. Thank you for calling SoCal Live. Um, you do have to trust God. I think that's the thing is God doesn't tell us all the things that are going to happen. Do you feel like it's hard to not have control over what your next steps are, the next thing? That's That can be really tough. You know, some people sort of go with the flow, I think, a little bit more than others. But a lot of us, we really have a hard time. And you know what? As we get older, we have a hard time with it, too. 888-528-2557 is the number. We're talking about transitions and different times in your life, and you maybe made a, a change or change was brought upon you. What did you learn? What are, what are some things that you 
understood that God was doing in your life. Tina from Los Angeles, welcome to Southern California Live. I had to learn to trust God through the passing of my husband at a young age Mm. and had two small children to raise. So I had to learn to trust him and to grow myself, but to always remember that he promised never to leave nor forsake me. And it was just a trusting period throughout my life. I'm now um, in my latter years, and both my daughters are grown from that time, and God has brought us through beautifully. And my daughters saw the courage in me to trust God that even though tragedy happens, He has you, He provides for you, He loves you as if you still have a husband living. We never went without anything. And He always blessed us with people in our past that helped us, encouraged us, and loved us. You know, Tina, there's a lot of people listening who are maybe going through what you went through right now. They've lost loved ones because of the COVID or other tragedies that have happened. Uh, and your story is inspiring. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, and uh, how long ago was this that you lost your husband? This was in 83. All right. And so I was a widow at 32. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. My children were uh, five and nine years old. So God, uh, now one is a nurse and one is a probation officer. Okay. And had I just gave up, because my husband gave up, he committed suicide, oh, and I had to just be strong for the three of us. Yeah. And God was our—he was our towering strength. Yeah. Well, Tina, I'm so thankful for you. Thank you for for calling, and it's good to hear that your kids are doing well in all of that tragedy. Um, that is that is super hard. There's a lot of people listening. So, um, Tina, as you just encourage people. I think just your your life and your story is an encouragement to so many people. So thank you for keeping the faith and trust in the Lord through all of that. Uh, thanks for calling Southern California Live. The number is 888-528-2557. And we're talking about transition. And I've got a lot of things going in my life right now that is transitional. We're moving to a new house, new place, uh, new city. Not entirely a new city. Uh, I grew up in the Los Angeles area. I grew up in Palmdale and uh, went to UC Riverside. So half my life has been spent in the LA area. So we're coming back, looking forward to to that. That's a big transition, though, huge for my wife and family. They've never lived in Los Angeles, uh, and uh, we've always been in San Diego. Well, not always. My kids have always been down here in uh, San Diego. But uh, my wife has been, she's from Seattle. She moved to San Diego. Now she's moving back up the coast a little bit. And she's excited about uh, this opportunity. But it brings a lot of changes. It brings a lot of changes. What are some areas in your life where you've had transitions? What have you had to learn? How have you had to learn to trust God, especially when you didn't know what the future was? Or, you know, you might be in a situation where you're given an opportunity and you just have to walk through those doors and do the best you can. Um. And you really have to trust God in order to walk through the door. You ever have that situation where there's a door that's open for you? But the thing is about God is sometimes he'll open the door for you, but he won't push you through. He wants you to have faith and take those steps. 
Has there been a time in your life when you have had to have faith to take the steps to move through that door that God opened for you? Maybe you thought, you know, God, why don't you just give me a shove? You know, and he doesn't do that in, in those regards. Now, sometimes we go through things like Tina went through where the doors open and we're shoved through it because we don't want to go through it. It's not a good opportunity the way we see it. Uh, even though the Lord makes everything for the good, we go through difficult times with tragedies and unexpected loss. What have you learned as you've gone through those kinds of things? You know, there's a great verse in the book of Deuteronomy. You've got to be careful with Old Testament stuff to not not take it out of context when it's really for Israel and it's really for a particular time. But something that I think you can do is you see the character of God when you're looking at the scriptures, even when you're looking at scriptures that are dealing specifically with Israel and with a period of time. Deuteronomy 31.8 says, it is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. That's a such a powerful passage, isn't it? I mean, these people were called, you know, to enter into uh, another land, to do a lot of very difficult things, and to fully trust God for it. And the character of our God who wants to be with us. This is, I think, something that we can all, we can all really relate to, I think, is that, or that we should be able to relate to as believers, is that God wants to be with us. And so it is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. I find that really encouraging that this is the character of our God. How have you dealt with transition in your life when times have come up? The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Let's go to Nancy in San Diego. Nancy, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, Scott. Hello, how are you? Good, thank you. Congratulations on your new position. Thank you. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to comment. I'm a transitions care manager in uh, the healthcare field, and I deal with elderly and, are... and, and disabled okay. um, people and transitioning into new situations, unknown situations, and it does. I agree. It brings upon a lot of stresses and anxieties and you know, people are uncertain, and one of the scriptures, I mean, life is full of daily changes. We're changing all the time. We're humans in this, you know, we're finite humans in this infinite world, and um, one of the scriptures that always gets me through the changes is the Proverbs 3, 5, 6, that we may not always understand what God is doing in our our present moment that he wants us to be in, but, you know, just keep on leaning on him and follow his path and he'll make it straight and right and good. Yes. And so when you're dealing with, uh, as a transitions manager for, for the elderly, are we talking about people who are transitioning, say, into um, care facilities or different areas of health, hospice? Uh, what areas do you work in with that? You know, oh, we might have lost Nancy. Cares, there's skilled nursing facilities. There's uh, going back home, going possibly into hospice. Like, where is this patient mm. at in his life? And it just yeah. made me realize how life is just constantly changing. And even, you know, during our aging process. And I, I actually feel sad for people who can't embrace the changes. 
um, to a certain degree because, you know, they get so set in their ways. And it's like sometimes if you just remain, if you kind of go with be sanguine and go, go with the flow and, and trust in God's plan for our life, you know, it, 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 yeah. it, it can be scary, but it's definitely a better way. You know, right, it's, it's a better way. All right, it's a better yeah, way. Thank you, Nancy, for yeah. yeah. Thank you, Nancy, for calling. And she's right; it's a better way. She quoted Proverbs uh, three, five, and six: "Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, submit to Him, and He will make your paths straight." You know, it's easier said than done, isn't it? Um, We—that's probably something that if you grew up in church, you memorize that. You see that passage on plaques, T-shirts. You know, it's such a great thing, but you know, it really helps. And, you know, with people who are getting older and you have to sort of, um, you really have to embrace what it means to get older. That's advice I give people as much as I can as they get older is you have to embrace your age and you have to embrace that there's just things that are going to change and things that are going to hurt more as frustrating as it is because you don't change in your head sometimes, right? You, you think of yourself as younger and I can do that and, you know, don't tell me what to do and I don't need that cane. I don't need that walker. I don't need that. Um, until you, you fall and hurt yourself, then you need it. And, uh, you know, I always tell people, you know, if you're in that situation and maybe you're listening and you're like, I don't want to have a cane and I don't want to have a walker and those kinds of things, you know what? Do it. If that's the situation you're in and do it with flair, put those big green, weird orange tennis balls on the bottom of it, get a bicycle horn and honk that, you know, get a little bell, you know, own it and take care of yourself because people want you around. And the thing is, is that at every age of your life, you've got something to offer. If you're still breathing, God wants you to bless the people around you uh, in your life. We're talking about transitions. This is Southern California Live, and we're talking about transitions in life and things that we've learned from the Lord. You can give us a call and share your story, your insight about making change. 888-528-2557 is the phone number, 888-528-2557. Seven, that's the number. We're always going through transitions. The last couple of years has been a significant change, right, in so many people's lives. We're in the midst of the great resignation. People are are changing jobs, changing careers, changing their cities, changing so many things that maybe some people think they would not have changed, but for they had the opportunity to sit around and do nothing for a couple of months and evaluate life and really ask, what am I doing? And think about those things. Some, but some of you were forced into it because your job ended or your, some people I know their entire career went away. There are people in, you know, the, uh, travel industry, for example, um, people who, you know, who plan getaways or conferences, things like that. You lost your entire career in some cases because that's just over. It'll come back probably. But what do you do? And what have you learned in that process? How do you stay focused on what God wants you to do? That's something I think that really helps, that at every stage of our life, God wants us to do something for his kingdom. We had a woman in our church who was 102. Uh, She passed away at 102. But for her 100th birthday, I sat with her right beforehand, and she's telling me about all the stuff for her 100th birthday. And for 100 years old, she was really sharp. And she was talking about all the family coming in. She was talking about all the different people who would... um, who are going to come, nieces and nephews and cousins and people she hadn't seen for a long time. She had great, great grandkids and this big hoopla they were going to do. And the funniest thing 
that she tells me about this whole party for her 100th birthday, and then she leans in really close to me, and she says, I hope I don't live through it. <laughs> and we had this great laugh, and then she got real serious, and she said, Pastor, why, why am I still here? What does God want to do with me? And I said, you know what? You are surrounded by doctors and nurses and physical therapists all day long, and those people need Jesus, and your job is to be a good example of Christ to those people because you're still here. He still wants to use you in that way. And you know what? That worked for her. She said, you're right. Those people are my ministry. And she said, I'm going to have to think about my attitude the next time I get physical therapy. See, 100 years old, you start to realize you still can be used by God because what God wants you to do is love the people that he's put around you in his name and glorify Christ in that way. We're talking about transitions. This is Southern California Live, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. That is the number. And uh, we're going to take a break here in just a minute. I want to invite you to something that's important. That is a, a great event that is hosted coming up here. It's the Pastors and First Responders Breakfast that's coming up. If you go to kkla.com, you can find the information right there in uh, Los Angeles, Orange County. It's going to be Thursday, May 12th at the Hyatt Regency of Orange County, right down the street from Disneyland. Uh, 8.30 a.m., the doors open. 9 a.m. is when the event will start. You can pre-register at kkla.com. This is a free breakfast for pastors, church leaders, church administration, church staff, and their guests, and also for first responders. If you're a first responder, you've gone through a lot of transition and hardship the past year, and this breakfast is a way of saying thank you. Uh, to you. So I want to encourage you to go to kkla.com. The guest speaker will be Pastor Alan Jackson, who you hear right here on uh, the World Outreach from World Outreach Church. Uh, you hear him right here on KPRZ, and uh, he'll be there. And we really want you to come to that. It's a great opportunity to join other believers right here in our town and be with each other. And if you're in San Diego, go to kprz.com. The Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast will be May 11th, so one day before. Same program. Um, it's just for pastors and church staff in San Diego, and it's going to be at Skyline Church. Go to kprz.com if you're in San Diego and you want to go on the 11th. And if you are in the L.A. area, go to kkla.com, Thursday, May 12th. Check it out. Do that right now. We'll be back in just a minute for your calls. This is Southern California Live. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. Great to be with you right here in this beautiful Tuesday. And we're talking about transitions and all of us go through transitions at different times of our life. We move to new towns, go to new schools. We sometimes have big deals where we get married. Sometimes it's you know important things where we change our major if we're in college, and then we change our major again, we change it again, then we graduate into some major, and then we don't do anything related to that major. And uh, studies say people change their career path four times today before they're 30. And there's a lot of different times that things change. Plus, we have transitions when we suffer loss, when we have tragedy, when we have unexpected things happen in our life. What have you learned about the transitions that you have gone through in your life? Or maybe you're going through something right now and you're just questioning, you know, how do I get through uh, this? Let us know, 888-528-2557. Give us a call and join the conversation, 888-528-2557. Let's go to Cindy in Lakeside. Cindy, welcome to Southern California Live. 
Well, good afternoon. I listen to you almost every day, as often as I can, uh, Pastor Furrow, and I just want to say it's a pleasure to be able to talk with you personally. And I was inspired by your question today. Yeah. Tell us about transitions. How have you gone through it? What have you learned? Well, for me, I think the most valuable transitions, I mean, we've all been through the ones that we, you know, that we, we try to plan out. I think for me, um, gosh, over the last seven years, those transitions that God has brought to my life um, that were unexpected, um, some that were tragedies um, with regards to the health of both my parents, the passing of my mother, um, now dealing with my father who has dementia and, you know, caring with, um, caring for him uh, with my family. I have a very strong family um, and love. Uh, and we care for him together. Um, and most recently, um, you know, um, transitions from my career. I've been in healthcare for 35 years, and um, with the recent changes with the, um, you know, the pandemic, um, I think for me, um, the the transition that I knew that I couldn't compromise was um, uh, my the stewardship of my body and making decisions for that. Mm. And moving forward, so you lost um, your job. Uh, you lost God. your job because you wouldn't get yes. the vaccine. Mm-hmm. What's that? Yeah, I would lost you for a second there. So you lost your your healthcare position because you wouldn't get the vaccine, and it was required of you. Well, I'm not going to say. <laughs> I just want to say that yeah, I don't want you getting some kind of trouble. <laughs> right, I think I, I lost you there for a second. Oh. I'm still here. Uh, turn it's your hard. radio I'm down and here. turn your radio down and it'll yeah. There we go. How's that? Uh much better. So how are you trusting okay, God through good. this? So you're changing career you're uh, you changing careers. Actually, I, is that right? I I trust God every day and I think the most important thing is that and just honestly, I don't I I trust God for the outcome. I'm doing great. I'm excited for what he has in store for me and I I'm that's that's what I focus on, and I think the most well, important good. thing is that we do study the Word of God and we do focus on um, His His wisdom and His will for our life. And we kind of have to let go of our expectations and move forward and trust the path that He's put us on. So that'd be my yeah. little scoop yeah. for today. <laughs> I think I think that's really good, Cindy. Thank you for calling and thank you for being a listener of our program and part of the family here. Really glad that you're a part of it. We're talking about transitions in life, things that you have learned from things that you've gone through that have brought change. 888-528-2557. If you want to give us a call and join the conversation, that's 888-LA-TALKS right here in Southern California Live. She made a great point, uh, and I loved it when she said, you know, I'm just excited about what God has for me, and she may not even know what God has for her. I think that's the the best attitude. And that's hard to do when you go through tragedy, right? But sometimes, um, you know, if it's death and those kinds of uh, terrible things that happen, losing your job unexpectedly, that can happen to us for multiple reasons, right? Sometimes companies just go out of business. Uh, I've got a friend who just showed up to work and uh, they had no idea the company was in trouble and it was just gone. A note on the door saying, we're gone. And that's how uh, they found out they lost a job. And so suddenly you have to make uh, changes, and the idea of being excited about what God has in store, if you can have that attitude, that's a great way to go. That's harder when you're dealing with with death, and I understand that, when you're dealing with 
the things that are you're not going to have excitement about going through grief uh, for those kinds of things. Uh, 888-528-2557 is the number. We're talking about transitions in life and how you have faced them. What are some ways that you have grown closer to God because you've gone through a change? Maybe the change is something that you decided. You decided to change careers or you decided to change cities. Uh, right now, that's happening with a lot of people. They're they're fed up with the cost of living in uh, California and they're just moving to another state. And I know people, we have some friends who did that and they didn't have jobs or anything. They had a lot of equity in their house. And what they decided to do was say, you know what, we're selling it and we're going to live off that for a while and figure out what's going to happen. And they're gone. And, um, you know, they trusted the Lord and honestly, it worked out for them super well, not suggesting that's the best thing. You know, we don't want to test the Lord. That's a whole nother, you know, issue there. We don't test the Lord, but we do want to trust him. Uh, with our life. Philippians 4, 6 through 7, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, which is a big part about that, thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That's what I thought about when Nancy said that she's um, excited about what God has in the future, where maybe she doesn't even know what that is. That's a certain piece that that surpasses understanding. Maybe you you hear that and you go, well, how can you feel that? Well, yeah, that logically makes sense, except that there is something beyond the logic of what you ought to feel or what it seems like you ought to feel. Uh, the truth is that your this passage continues and says, God will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And that's a big thing for us, isn't it? To have our hearts and our minds guarded uh, in Christ Jesus. And this is how we get through things. This is how we take these steps to actually do uh, the changes, the changes that maybe we are excited about where we're moving on and we feel like we've made some conscious decision to make them. And also it's how we get through things when we're not entirely sure um, what we're going to do next because it wasn't our plan. 888-528-2557 is the number if you want to join the conversation here on SoCal Live. We're talking about transitions in life. How often have you made transitions? If you're in the military, you make transitions all the time. I mean, you you move. We're getting ready to move, and a couple of people who have or military uh, friends of ours, they've offered to help, and they're like, we're so used to packing. We know how to pack. We know how to throw stuff out, and uh, that is uh, going to be really helpful. Um, that's uh, It's hard to do that, isn't it? I just kind of want to have a garage sale where I open up the garage door. I put an ad out. I think I put an ad in Craigslist. I'm just going to open the garage door and just invite people to take whatever they want. And I'm not going to label it. You can just drop some money in a box. Just get it out of my garage. Just take it. And uh, Christy is not too keen on this plan of mine, but uh, I like it. I'm just like, you know what? We'll just be done. We'll be done in a day. Just let people, you know, at the end of your garage sale, if you ever do this, if you hang out long enough, eventually somebody will come by with a big truck. And they'll haul off all of your stuff and they'll sell it on eBay or they do something. They got a store somewhere maybe. And, uh, you know, that happens a lot. Or you, you put it out by the curb with a little sign that says free, you know, and it's amazing how that will disappear relatively quickly. And uh, that's something that happens in transition. You got to let go of your stuff. Is that hard? Is that hard for you to let go of your, your stuff? When things change, when you move, or maybe you need to sell stuff just to have some extra money, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. That is the number. 
you got to be careful with those garage sales. The IRS will come after you. Did you know that? If you get uh, you have some garage sales, suddenly you're a business. You know, suddenly you are some kind of uh, 99 cent store, and uh, that's how they treat you. No joke. Uh, that's for real. You can find that right on your TurboTax, you know, that program that you used when you got your extension a couple of weeks ago. Uh, turn that on. Type in garage sales in the search thing, and you're going to be surprised. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I, <laughs> anyway, 888-528-2557. That is our number. We're talking about transitions, and we're going to be moving soon. So we've been thinking about transition a lot. It's hard for the kids uh, who – we moved to a new a new place a few years ago. We had an opportunity to rent a place near the church that was a pretty good rent deal for us. And so we sold our house. We thought, well, the the market must be edging towards the top. It was 2016, and uh, we thought, well, next year everything's going to collapse and we'll go buy a house again, and that did not happen. Um, and, uh, you know, that's challenged us quite a bit now in our, our preparation to move. You never know. You never know what the economy is going to do. It didn't, it didn't follow my design for what we had plans for. How do you deal with it? 888 Cindy in Riverside. Welcome to Southern California Live. Thank you. Yeah, I just wanted to say how important it is to pray. And even for things that, you know, we, we especially things, I guess, we find that are so difficult to deal with. Mm. And, there's just a couple of things in the last year that have changed in my life, and there's no question that it is a result of prayer, because I could have never done, that, done it on my own. There are mm. other things I've prayed for that I've, I've prayed for fervently that, you know, probably are not as significant, because they're not involving life changes. They're just things I want that haven't come true. But I just wanted to encourage other people, if 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 the habits that I had that are were addictions, but not major addictions, if I can overcome them with God's help, the same can happen for you. So stay on course, keep praying, keep communicating with God, and amazing things will happen for you. That's a great, uh, great advice there. Cindy, when you prayed and you had things that did happen, um, did you pray real, did you pray God just fix the situation kind of in generalities, or are you thinking about specific things that you really asked God for and that he did? They were very specific. Like I said, a personal, you know, addictive thing, not mm-hmm. extremely destructive, but just, you know, one of them, I'll tell you, one of them was smoking. And mm-hmm. uh, I just kept praying about that, quitting smoking. And sure enough, one day I just like, cold turkey just quit i oh, good I for you not have done that on my own yeah you know, for sure yeah there's just no way yeah that's so, really yeah, really and, hard and then the, the second thing happened very quickly so it wasn't something i had to pray for for a long time and this or i'm still praying for but that i'm praying for a long time yeah but the first two that that came true are definitely life changes that have a huge impact on my life yeah, thank you, Cindy, for sharing that. And that is great advice. You got to pray. You got to pray very specifically for things and realize something that if it's something like quitting smoking or something that's hard to do, or maybe a decision in a relationship or a decision to trust God in something, when you're praying and you're asking God, you're asking for supernatural help. Do you realize that? That that's what you're asking for. You're not just asking for your own power to be summoned up so that you can make whatever happen. 
you're actually asking for supernatural help, for God to come alongside and help you. And I'm glad, Cindy, thank you for that testimony. i got to take a break. We'll get back to your calls as soon as we get back. We're talking about transitions. The number is 888-528-2557. What have you learned from times in your life when you have made changes or changes have been thrust upon you? 888-528-2557. This is Southern California Live, your Tuesday edition. We'll be back in just a moment with your calls. Stay tuned. Southern California Live, Scott Furrow with you. We're having a conversation about making transitions in life. There are so many people right now making transitions. I'm one of them. Sometimes you move. Sometimes you get married. Sometimes you get divorced. Sometimes you go through tragedy. Sometimes you take a risk. You know, the Bible actually encourages us to take a risk. In Ecclesiastes, it tells us to cast our our bread upon the waters and not to put it all in the same boat, but five, maybe six. And the idea was is that you're growing enough grain, you know, in your your backyard or wherever. And if you really wanted to do something with that, you would sell some of it. But the risk was you're giving it to somebody on a boat who's going to take it to some other community and sell it. And there's no Internet to track it. There's no invoicing system that we would have now. And you really have to trust that that person is going to sell your grain and give you whatever the cut is that you're that, you know, take his cut out of it and pay you what you're supposed to get. You have to trust that the boat's not going to sink which would happen, and you'd put it on multiple places because it's wise to not put your eggs in one basket, so to speak. And so sometimes we make, we take risks, and sometimes it comes through for us, sometimes it doesn't. What have you learned when you have made transitions in life? 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Uh, Rhoda in Santa Monica, welcome to Southern California Live. Rhoda, thank you for holding through the break. No worries. Thank you, Scott. First of all, I have to say how happy I am that you were on the radio. <laughs> and I remember when they were, they were uh, in, you know, had different guys on, and they were making this yeah. transition on yeah. the radio. And uh, I, when I heard you, I said, this is, this is the one. Well, and thank wow, you. I'm really, really happy. I love well, your, the way you think and the way you talk, and it's just really, really precious. Thank well, you. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening to our program. We're excited to be here. So tell us about yes. transitions, and your transition. Well, first of all, um, I just want to say I, I'm a specialist in transitions because I teach piano. Oh, okay. <laughs> and music goes from one section to another. You know, very often there are sections in, in classical music for sure. And uh, you go from one groove to another groove. Mm. And the students always have a hard time making that transition. So we have to isolate the transition and really go over it and go over it and go over it. But I think that applies to life in general, too. Um, we have to, you know, when we have a change, like we have been in our lives in the last couple of years, we have to really focus on it and say, how do we make this better and how do we <laughs> get through it and, and so on. But it's an uh, a area that I, uh, as I think I've said, that we're in transition every second of our lives, but some are more um, intense than others. Yeah. Sometimes you have to take a moment and really work on it, right? Is that yeah. what you're getting at? Yeah. yeah. Go over it, um, you know, 10 times, 15 times. <laughs> In, in music, but I think in, in uh, daily life, I think what really helps it is, is writing mm. and that getting it down on paper and getting it out so they can really see it. Yeah, that helps a lot of people. Yeah. Hey, uh, Rhoda, thank you for calling and for listening and being part of our family here. And um, I think that's a really interesting analogy in music. You really have to work on different transitions, different parts of different pieces that you might have had to, you really have to focus. And that's a great thing in your life. Sometimes things happen and you really 
suddenly that's all that matters, right? The, a big change happens and everything is there. You really have to work hard and focus. That's pretty good advice if you're going through a difficult time, maybe to stop and just focus on how to get through it, how to make it better and see what God's doing. Uh, John in Bell Gardens, welcome to Southern California Live. Yes, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, John. Definitely, I love listening to your show. And it's very interesting what you were mentioning earlier about having a garage sale. And so I have a big problem that I basically cannot get rid of anything. Uh I I go to change my, clean up my garage, and I I have a a purpose for everything in there. And it's just a hoarder type of thing, whereas... Mm. I don't know if you have any type of advice, a book, something um, that I can that I can use to to help me get rid of basically, so I can be able to change from one thing to another. Yeah. Do you have? Do you also keep a bunch of stuff inside your house, or is it just mostly tossed in the garage? Uh, basically, the garage. Uh, my wife will not let me keep it inside the house because she knows <laughs> that I have that problem. She says, "Don't keep anything in here." Yeah. The garage is. Yeah, it's hard to limit, basically. Well, well, first of all, a lot of people have that problem. It's hard to to part with things, um, and especially if you're a person who has sentimental value over things. Are you when you save yeah. stuff? Is it because of sentimental value, or is it because well, I might need that one day? So uh, you never know when I'm going to need a phone book. So I'm just going to hold on to that. It's actually both, both because I've kept some of the things from uh, my children when they were small and. Some of the schoolwork, and I said, "Oh, this is something to keep." But yeah. in reality, I look at it sometimes. I say, "You know, I got to get rid of this," and, and that's sentimental value. But other things, is I might need this someday, and it's only happened like maybe once or twice, where I said, "I have something that I can use that I I don't have to purchase anything. I have it here." Yeah. But the rest of the stuff has been sitting there for some long time, and I just wondering if you know of any type of. Uh, that's you know, kind of a book that tells you, you know what, how do these other steps to get rid of this stuff? Yeah. You know, I don't know of a specific book off the top of my head, but I have worked with a lot of people who are hoarders, and they hold on to stuff, and usually the, the mindset is, well, I might need that one day, or it's really good that I have that, uh, even though it's uh, not very logical, because you probably won't. If it's just been in your garage forever, and uh, you've never used it, you don't need it. And if it ever comes up, you can probably get another one or borrow one from somewhere. So what I usually say is, number one, if you know the Lord, you got to pray and ask God for supernatural help because he's got to break you of whatever dependence you might have on stuff. Um, that's a problem for all of us in a lot of ways, right? We we have stuff. And uh, the old comedian George Carlin has a whole routine about our stuff and how the reason we have to buy bigger houses is not because we need bigger living space, but we have more stuff that we don't want to get rid of. Uh, I'm not sure if that's full of you know foul language and stuff. It might be. But if you take that part out, he's making a point that's very much about people is that we get attached to our, our stuff and we have a fear that I might need this one day so I can't get rid of it. Um, you got to pray and have God break you of that. There's, there's something there. And then you have to take action. And you can try my way of putting it on Craigslist, opening the garage door and just let people take it. There are people out there that you can bring in if you Google it, you'll find people who come in and help you clean out your stuff. And what I've helped people do when they've been successful is I tell them to go to Costco or go to the store and buy a roll of trash bags, and especially if it's stuff that can fit in the trash bag, and every day fill one trash bag full of stuff. Or if it's too big for a trash bag, it's furniture or other things like that. Every single day, load something 
one thing into your car every day and take it down to the Salvation Army or take it down to Goodwill or wherever you can drop it off and do that every single day and just try to deal with that. Eventually, you'll make a habit, and eventually you'll notice there's suddenly room in your garage, and you may find your wife is a lot happier with you. Uh, And that feeling begins to replace the feeling of fear and tension. So what you kind of have to do is that, that thought that you have of, I'm afraid to give this up, or I'm afraid I might need it one day, you have to replace that feeling with something positive. Like, you know what, if I need it one day, God will provide it. I don't need it now. Somebody needs it. Maybe somebody needs it right now, and they're going to find it at the Salvation Army because you dropped it off. Maybe God wants you to do that. And there's somebody else out there who's going, I really need this item, and I'm really broke. I can't afford it. I'm going to go to Salvation Army thrift store, and they probably don't have it, but I'm going to check it out anyway. And sure enough, it's there. And you're never going to hear about that, but God's leading you to do that. See what I mean? God, God's economy works that way. If you're holding on to something um, that you don't need, there might be somebody out there who does need it, and they should have it. And if it's trash, you just got to throw it away. It just has to go away. Just dump it one bag every day. And if you can get in the habit of doing that after a few days, a week or two, if you really do it, it'll feel good. It'll feel really good. So that's my advice to you, John. I'm not a pro at this, so I'm not giving you, you know, there's there's other things that might help you, but that's what I'd tell you to do. Every day, do something, and then you'd also notice it clears out pretty fast if you're doing it every day. John, thanks for calling. Thanks for being a listener. We love you. There's a lot of people uh, where you're at. All right, friends, I think we've had a good discussion here. You know, some of the things that you have brought to the table here is that we need to pray and ask God specifically for the different things that um, we need to do during transition. And I think that's great advice to remember that God is with you and that his plan is the one that you need to trust. Trust in the Lord for every transition in your life, whether it's one that you are doing as a risk, that you're intentionally doing because you want something different, or you feel that God's leading you somewhere, trust in the Lord and lean not on your own understanding. I've taken some risks before that turned out exactly as I hoped, and I've taken some risks before that were a disaster but God used them for his purposes that ended up much better. And you just have to trust that God's plan is better than yours and follow that and glorify him either way. All right, we're going to be back again here for for hour number two of Southern California Live. It's always good to be with you. I want to remind you to go to kkla.com if you're listening in the Los Angeles area and check out the different events. If you're listening in San Diego, go to kprz.com. In L.A. at kkla.com, there's a Mother's Day lunch for single moms. If you find that right on the front page, I encourage you to go there. It's Saturday, May 7th, and it's at Core Church Los Angeles, and it's to honor single moms. And if you are a single mom or you know a single mom, maybe you're the child of a single mom, this is a great event, something really wonderful, great encouragement, great way to say thank you, great way to lift somebody up as Mother's Day is coming up. Great program, Entertainment by Carrie Pomeroli. If you don't know her, she's a hilarious comedian. She's very, very funny. It's a great, great event. Go to kkla.com and check it out. This is Southern California Live, and we will be back for hour two of SoCal Live in just a minute. Do not go away. See you then. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.